souls listening to this podcast welcome to another episode where we discuss everything about healing developing and expanding ourselves to our full potential i'm the host of this podcast my name is elizabeth and i just deal with everything everything in the world really everything that we are curious to know more i'm a life coach and soul therapist and i'm also certified in various energy healing modalities and it's just my pleasure to talk about different topics in each episode everything for our healing deepest healing and expansion of humanity's consciousness Hello, hello. Hello. Beautiful souls watching this podcast. Welcome to another episode on the podcast Heal, Develop and Expand from the series From Lost Through Thriving, where we talk with survivors of abuse and generational trauma. And we basically see what's their story and how did they go from deep pain into you know expansion from the soul and consciousness today we got a special guest Katoya. yeah hello hi hey so tell us what's your story how do you all started so i am um, basically my first um situation with the fuse i was 18 got married um very young And um, I would say it first started off with some, like a slap. And then we went to more extreme measures, black eyes, broken ribs, um, broken capillaries in my neck. Um, Then a lot of mental abuse uh, being talked to until he was delirious pretty much for hours throughout the night. Um, You know, just speaking about how my family was and how I was. and, And finally I left with five children and one in my belly. And um, how it ended is that I let him have the children for the weekend and he left the state with them. He, uh, we did live in a state where there is no parental kidnapping. Um, went through maybe about two or three years of trying to fight that situation. Um, and when I thought that we had came up with a conclusion is when he actually went to court, I didn't know. And so he now has custody of my children. Um, he was, of course, in a better financial situation than me. I was pretty much a housewife throughout that time with some odd jobs here and there, but pretty much a housewife. And um, so, yeah, that's my story. And I, um, from there, I've had another situation which uh, never got physical, per se, with me, just some property damage. And um, basically had to learn a lot about loving myself and boundaries and you know looking out for me it, it was a hard lesson nothing that I would ever want to go through again but happy that I did because I, I'm happy I am where I am today yeah that's an amazing story I'm so happy you just uh went out from them and just living your life right now I'm yes, interested in yeah I'm interested in many survivors you know when we realize that something is wrong 
with the way that we're living, let's say in this example, the abuse, uh, the abusive toxic person. So what would you say was your breakthrough, for example, like what actually made you think like, hey, I'm not going to live like this forever. And now it's time to actually start changing things. So my eldest daughter was 10 at the time and I was in the kitchen cooking and she was doing her homework at the table. And she says to me, she says, mama, um, do you think that God gives us lessons to see how much we love people? And I was like, yeah, why do you think God has given me a lesson? And she was like, yes. And I was like, um, for what? To see how much I love your dad? And she was like, no, to see how much you love yourself. And it was just a... Uh, I just broke down crying. I went to the bathroom and just cried because at that point I was like, my 10 year old at this point is wiser than I am. And she's just seeing this so clearly, you know? So for me, I was just like, okay, I have to go. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful like, when children, you know, or younger people than us has so much wisdom. So yeah. it's such a beautiful experience that you learn from it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fast forward, how are you doing today? Like, would you say you learned some gifts? So you developed some gifts um, oh. from this experience or was it all negative? Yes, um, nothing but gifts. Obviously, you know, there is a sore feelings for not being able to have my children every day. I have six girls at that. So the youngest one was not even a year old when he took her. Um, but I have learned, one, the power of love because my children and I are so close, even with the distance that was not able to break the bond. It's been strengthened. Um, I did begin to tap into some, because at that point, when you go through things like that, there's nothing left to turn to but God. But spirituality is like everything crumbles around you. And so I have tapped into some intuitive gifts. I've been able to help other people um, through those gifts. And most of all, it's just, to, I mean, it's one thing for people to say, yeah, I love myself. I have confidence. But this has taken me on such a journey of really understanding what that means, what it really means to love yourself, what it really means to have boundaries. And um, I mean, it just brought up so many things from childhood and feeling less than and not being able to express yourself and, you know, being a, a daddyless daughter, so to speak. Um, I had a stepdad, but my, my natural father wasn't there. And I mean, the balance that I have now, the acceptance of going with the flow, the way I value myself, the way I'm not afraid to stand up for myself, even if that means being outcasted in the moment, it's just, it's amazing. It's like a whole nother life, you know, it's like a whole nother existence completely. So nothing but growth from it. And I think that's also a choice, you know, to, to finally decide not to sit in it, not to ruminate, and not to um, keep pointing the finger outside of myself. You know, what they did, what, what was done to me was wrong. It was unjust. But I'm learning so many things about life. It's truly not fair. It takes that saying to a whole different level to me. But it, it, it was up to me to really push through it and grow through it. And so I, I found my strength. Like I said, it, it's, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't want to go through it again. But I, I wouldn't want to change it for anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
so vulnerable, so strong, you know, but there's resilience we get from these experiences and how much we learn. It's such an important lesson. Um, I just had a question, like you mentioned you were a daughter like without a father. So, you know, I deep dive into, you know, the work of generational trauma and how uh, growing without a proper, you know, example of a father or a mother can impact us on, on our future relationships with people, especially romantic relationships. So would you say, in your perspective, would you say that uh, growing without, you know, a father or a proper example, let's say, of a father uh, impacted you to get into that relationship? Absolutely. So um, my, my parents split up when I was about six years old and they went to a court date. And this is probably something that, you know, my mom shouldn't have shared, but I, I'm not sure if I overheard it or she told me. I, I think I overheard mm -hmm. it. Um, you know, my, my father went into the courtroom and was like, um, she can have them and gave up his rights to us. And then, and I want to say, I have a stepdad, he was great, you know, but he still couldn't fill that void of that situation. So my dad says to the judge, like, she can have them. And I think from that point on, I was just really affected by feeling maybe abandoned, maybe not good enough, maybe in the way. And so I always found myself in positions, not even just romantic relationships, just any relationship where I was constantly trying to prove that I was worthy, showing everything that I can do, being self-sacrificial to make sure that people understood that I could be an asset in their lives so that they wouldn't want to discard me. Um, Fast forward to a grown woman, I've gained a relationship with my dad um, and to see the similarities between him and the men that I date is like super scary. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh my God, like that is my dad. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely affected it because you, you, I guess as a child, you just don't understand why you have such a natural, strong love for this person. And it's just so easy for them to walk away from you and live their lives every day as if you don't even exist. And so it definitely put me in a position of constantly needing to prove myself and prove myself worthy of people's presence. Just that I wasn't asking for anything else but their presence. They didn't need to do anything. I would do everything you know, just stay, just be present for me. So I, it really caused me to cut myself short in a lot of areas, for sure. Yeah, this is something I really relate to uh, as well, uh, especially with my father. Uh, I think like as women, it happens too with men and, and their women partners. But, you know, as women here, uh, we have like a very emotionally unavailable father. And because you know, we are not made sure and we are not taught on how to validate ourselves just the way we are. So we just keep choosing partners that in a way we, because it's familiar, you know, yes. uh, so we are happy that we, they are just there, but they're not really there, like emotionally speaking. And we just need to keep doing these things, how we were doing it as, as daughters, like when we are younger. So yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just a cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And would you say like now you are doing in a much better place, you know, with talking about self-love and self-acceptance, radical self-acceptance? Yes, I'm in a much better place. Uh, the part that they that people tend to leave out of the self-love and self-acceptance, it can get so lonely sometimes, you know, when you actually have standards and you actually accept yourself and are willing to stand up for yourself and not just accept anything that anyone wants to do to you. It can get lonely <laughs> sometimes because, you know, or people can insult you. You're being like this, you're being like that. And, and it's painful sometimes too, because I've already formed bond, bonds with people when I was in my people pleasing stage. And so to have to realize that these people were in my life more for benefit than real authentic love or for really for who I am as opposed to what I was offering you know it can get painful but again I just I wouldn't trade where I am for anything every day that I wake up I'm so I feel so strong and I feel so much gratitude um for my experiences and just for being in a place where I feel like I can see clearly and at, at a place of peace at a place of peace. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree so much. And especially it's nice that you mentioned, especially for, you know, any survivors that might be listening to this right now. But it's so crucial to remind yourself that even if you feel lonely, which is common, because yeah. you were just coming out of the trauma bond and you felt like this is something that happened to me as well. I felt lonely in my own family, in my own narcissistic family, but I wasn't alone because, you know, I was always accompanied and surrounded by people, even if they were mistreating me. But then I just went out and I was both lonely because I didn't heal, you know, my empty void inside myself, like self-love. And I was alone as well. So that's really important. Yes. Yes, and for them, it's natural and it's okay. You know, um, I would rather be alone and lonely than be have a bunch of people around me and still feel lonely. And it's not all the time, you know, it's not like depressed, lonely. It's just like, oh, you know, sometimes I wish I could just connect with someone who is authentic and, you know, who is at a place where they're self-accepting. And I, I learned that, that a lot of people around me I don't, I no longer feel victimized to a certain point because I don't villainize them. A lot of people are walking around not accepting themselves and not really loving themselves, which is why they're able to treat other people with such malice because of the, the inner things that are going on with them. They don't treat themselves good. So it's like learning that too. Like you, you don't even treat yourself good. So I can't expect but so much from you which is why i need to distance myself from you because you do you do you wrong so you're gonna yeah. do me wrong mm -hmm. exactly you know the support systems like uh when but this usually happens also when you're spiritual awakening when you have the spiritual awakening like you are first in your people pleasing phase and then you just have this realization this breakthrough and also, I think that the narcissist or any just abusive person has a lot to do with this. So you just wake up and you're like, okay, I'm going to distance myself from this and this and this. 
And these people, they're going to get triggered because they are used to getting things from you, to just using you, stopping on you, and just doing anything. And then you're just, okay, boundaries. So it's, it's important yes. to remember that people are going to get triggered. Very much so. Very much so. And call you all tight. You're selfish and you're nasty and you have an attitude. And, you know, I've even had some people tell me, oh, you know, you need to... Um, heal whatever trauma is like this is the healing i'm sorry that it doesn't work for you but this is the healing right here <laughs> yeah so yeah and, and if people they just get triggered they are not your people like uh even if they are like super you know forcing you and staying with you this is something off this is a red flag you know and Talking about reflex, now that you can easily just observe the past, would you say like there's some specific signs or red flags that you can tell survivors to watch out for when you when they are in the beginning of a relationship, for example? Absolutely. So um, I would say to definitely look at the way that they treat other people don't consider yourself the exception just because they're being kind to you in the moment. And I mean, everyone from their mothers to a waiter to a homeless person, be very mindful about what their character is. I would say um, the hot and cold energy where we um, usually take that as, I know as, as someone that was living in a lot of trauma, we take hot and cold and we, we run after it. Now we want that person. So that type of emotional manipulation. Um, also, be mindful of their old situations and relationships. Not to say that people can't change, but if you have someone constantly talking about situations in their lives and they're never wrong, they're always the victim in the situation and harsh things happen. And it's just like, Everybody did something to me. I didn't do anything wrong. Pay attention to that as well. Pay attention to how someone is when you tell them no. I make a, a, a habit of saying no pretty early on to see how someone is going to react to that, whether they're going to respect my boundaries or whether they're going to throw a, a mantrum or a tantrum. Um, so I would say those things as well. And um, this last one, he went from... Um, compliment to me I mean about the simplest things like oh I love the way you drive like you drive so well till all of a sudden he was like did you buy your license so pay attention to that people trying to alter your confidence or make you question yourself and then lastly I I just said this to someone the other day people that say things that make no sense as long as it helps their agenda or helps their point it's like you know, mm -hmm. oh, you have one, a blue shirt. It's like, this is not a blue shirt. This is a gray shirt. And it's like, no, it's a blue. And it's just, these are things that we can just go by like, you're crazy. Like, but no, this person is literally step by step trying to alter your perception of reality. And that is so important in abusive situations. It's necessary for them to alter your logistics and your perception so that you, it, it starts off like that to make you think you're crazy. Now you're second guessing things that's like, really is just one plus one equals two so you know have have your eye open I would say for those things for sure yeah really eye-opening points very important they got sliding and I I like this one that you mentioned that first they start like 
oh, you're so beautiful, you dress so well, you're amazing, you're the best thing ever. And then they start devaluating you. Like the first thing is love bombing. And then they start like, oh, what are you doing? You're so crazy. You're reacting. Yes. What's wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> like, we really should take care of that. And also, oh, the biggest one I would say, pay attention to how you feel around someone. You know, at my age now, I'm old enough to know that the butterflies in the stomach is actually anxiety. It's actually a spirit warning you that something is wrong. So you don't have to wait for someone to actually do something to validate how you feel. If you feel it, trust it and just know that God, source, whoever, your ancestors, whoever is not going to trick you the universe doesn't seek to trick you so it's not like oh man i was just trying to see if you were going to take a chance anyway because that actually is your husband or that actually is your wife no if you don't feel safe if your spirit does not feel settled and secure around someone and you're like it's just something i can't put my finger on you do not have to stick around to see what that something is. Just go ahead and move it along. It'll save you so much trauma and so much pain going forward. Really trust yourself and how you feel because how you feel is important. Yeah, indeed, agreed. And also the butterflies in the stomach. Like we really just think during uh, when we are teenagers, like, oh my God, I'm so in love. But then we completely ignore the signs. <laughs> yeah. and just and yeah like listening to your body is super important point like i can stress this enough we like especially as survivors we just go through just tend to ignore you know the reflex and then we also ignore what our body is telling us yes this is something that really uh, resonates with me and I'm sure that any survivor that is listening to this right now and yeah and talking with uh you know to our body and listening to our signs let's just talk about intuition a little bit more like you know the, the feeling not also the body but the feeling on you know the lessons and the wisdom that you learn from abuse would you say that you also so it helped you to develop, you know, your psychic uh, gifts. And if so, what are those? Like, what are, you know, the intuition or whatever you're using, you know, in your daily life to help yourself and others? Well, I am a reader. I read cards. Um, I'm also, I just learned a medium. Um, but I can basically, I mean, I can smell someone's energy from a mile away. I don't care. It doesn't have to be just romantic. It can just be anything. And like, I'm just still, I would say I'm about 95% there of really trusting myself because sometimes I'll know things that it's just like, you have to be making that up. Like you cannot possibly just know that about a person. And then it'll, it'll be validated and confirmed it's like oh my god I really didn't know that like I can't believe I really knew that so I have a few women I would say three women who I've been reading for for about three years going and I mean I literally I see the person before they come I tell them like listen da 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 this is da 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 but at the same time 
having respect for the process of life, right? So yes, I do have intuition. Yes, I can read people a mile away. Yes, but I'm still human. The, my clients are still human. And there are still things that we have to go through because it's like you have to learn. Everybody touch something hot in order to find out that it'll burn you or touch something sharp to realize that it was going to cut you. It's like we have to go through it. So my intuitive abilities are through the roof. My mediumship is through the roof. Like I said, I read cards. I have a TikTok page where I, you know, um, pretty much just share what my journey has been through learning, learning about numerology and Orishas and birth charts and galactic signatures and culminating all those things together and just wanting people to take whatever it is that they can from that and apply it to their lives and being able to just reach their highest potential. So, um, yeah, intuitive levels are through the roof. And I just, I'm sometimes really just shocked, <laughs> really just shocked at it. But I'm, I'm so happy with it as well. I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. That's so beautiful that you're doing this. And aside from TikTok, do you have any other socials? Um, no, TikTok. And I do have a YouTube page, but I'm not much uh, much active on it. I think I will start posting some pick of cards on there soon. That seems pretty fun. But TikTok is where I mainly um, do reaching out. And I do have a Facebook page. But again, I just take the information from TikTok and post it on the Facebook page. That's great. That's great. I think like any survivor that might uh, be interested in your tarot reading offerings or, you know, uh, dreams or just intuitive guidance would really love to check your page. So we will include it down below uh, in the video description. Yes, I would love to have you. Love, love, love to have you. And if you do get on the page, um, go into my inbox and let me know where you're coming from and I will be happy to offer you a free a free session for any abuse survivors definitely exactly yeah and yes. just coming back from you know the survivors you're most welcome to to check out her TikTok and just check out what she's doing and follow her supporters show her much love okay yes. mm -hmm. And just talking about survivors, like, I think uh, to end this episode in a good way for you to know that you are, you know, supported and heard. So if you would, you know, see your younger self, or if you see a younger self of anyone who is listening to uh, uh, this podcast right now, this episode, and they're going through abuse, what would you tell them, like, in a sentence or maybe more? Oh my God, I, I would just say to you, you are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are here for a reason. And the reason is not to be anyone's footstool. You cannot save anyone but yourself. And the faster, the faster you get out of a situation where you're not being valued is the moment that you will really begin to live. That is not living. That is not living. That is not life. And you are not put here to validate anyone else, especially someone who doesn't value you. So you are beautiful, you are loved, and please, any support that you need, definitely for that, reach out. Doesn't have to be tarot part reading, it could just be someone to talk to, doesn't matter. I will definitely be here to give that support because to me, you're important. If, you're, if you 
went through anything like this, the strength that you have and the story that you have to tell is needed, is needed. So we need you and we need you to be in a good spot. So come on up out of there. <laughs> exactly. Like we live in a society that we're just feeling so broken and we need like more healers. We need more authentic people. And I think that even though it's painful, you know, but it's also beautiful that from pain, we're able to heal and we're able to help others. It's yes. such a beautiful message. Hmm. Okay, so that's it for today. Thank you so much for having us and for listening to this. Mm -hmm. this is beautiful. Thank you so much, Katoy. You are so happy. So are you. Thank okay. you for coming up with this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So don't forget, just a reminder that if you want to check her socials, they will be down below the video description. And if you're listening to any, you know, uh, podcast platforms, Spotify or Apple or Google or whatever, it will be also in the video, um, in the audio description. So you can check her out. Okay, so have a beautiful day, everyone, and see you in the next episode. Bye.